1: Oh, man. Remember, we have to call in and congratulate the Triviality Podcast on their 100th episode. We wouldn't want them to miss information. A trivia podcast. What should we say, though? Excuse me, could I get this sewed, please?
3: Um, we can tell them like how much their fans appreciate how four busy dudes from Chicago managed to
1: put a fun trivia podcast together each week. Yeah, I'll have, um, I'll have them all back. And their guest booking skills are off the charts. I mean, obviously they booked us, Misinformation, a trivia podcast a bunch of times, so that goes without saying. And they tolerate us calling them our podcast brothers. Um, you know what, I'll do a cheese plate too. It was so much fun to hang out with them in person over Geek Bowl weekend. Oh, my God. Remember when the cute ones said that thing about Oh, you know what? We should get one of those, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Oh, my God. Yes. He's really cute and funny. I can't wait to have them on our show again. Which show? Uh, misinformation, a trivia podcast. Yeah, we definitely need to call them later. Let, uh, let me just check the number on this. Oh, my God. Wait, has this been on the whole time?
3: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of
2: the crop!
4: All right, hello and welcome to Triviality. You've heard this a hundred times before, because this is our hundredth episode.
3: Yeah! All right, we all know I'm a giant pedant. They would have only heard it 99 times before. Okay.
4: That voice you heard was Jeff
3: uh, He's a know-it-all
4: Correcting me for the 100th time <laughs> <laughs> Great job Ken is also here for the 100th time This is not true because we've all missed
2: episodes Yeah, I but think
0: so uh, I, I am here for the 100th time yeah, Hey, good job, perfect attendance, Neil <laughs> Thank you, and I, I, was... now I will be leaving the show Thank you, everyone <laughs> uh, He has
4: reached his contractual obligation of 100 episodes And he will no longer be I appearing. will be replaced by Christopher Plummer yes hello Triviality. i thought we were gonna get kurt russell is that is that what we wrote down
0: yeah so uh my one of my favorite facts of walt disney uh i don't know if you guys know this but when he died uh he wrote the name kurt russell on a piece of paper yeah they that's didn't know last was, that's who he wanted it to was, replace neil that's on who murdered episode. walt disney <laughs>
5: it's kurt russell
0: clutched in walt's <laughs> cold dead hands <laughs> kurt russell <laughs> Snake Pliskin himself. Snake Pliskin. Uh, so Matt, even though you introd the show and it's the one hundredth show, you're going to uh, try to
5: jack the spotlight, though.
0: <laughs> I know I'm going to say who has, who is here that has been on the episode uh, number five, ten, and fifty two. Um, probably not me
4: because I miss the most episodes. But the answer to that question is Jason Borsom
5: of Liquid Courage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's here in the studio. He's here in we're the flesh. S- we're
4: so good at saying his company's name. Long right? live the, f- long live I mean, the we, flesh. We all
6: grew up in the same Midwestern area. How do we all pronounce Courage differently?
5: You uh, say Courage?
0: I did. Courage? Oh, my goodness.
6: You did. It's like we're getting in your head.
5: Oh. You're like an earworm. I've Neil, got like front, off on me. I don't like this. Beachfront property in Jason's head right now.
6: <laughs> Rent free. Well, uh, Jason
4: will be hosting our episode. Yes. We're going to be playing by ourselves. We uh, haven't done that for, since the beginning. Since, so, so if you've listened to those early episodes, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but we also played by ourselves a lot. Uh, and we didn't do so well. So. We didn't have friends.
0: And, and Some of them we recorded. Friends. Sometimes we didn't record. Now so. we have
5: so many trivia friends. So this is going to be a loosey-goosey, four-for-all uh, we're not going to mm-hmm. worry too much about scores today, right? Yeah. We're just going to kind of have a conversation. Three of us are
4: going to worry about scores. One of us, who I'm pointing at, is going to be worried <laughs> about his score. And yeah. feel bad if he does bad Because I'm going to
6: lose. <laughs> He's going to get the
0: results <laughs> tattooed on his lower back. Oh, I would love the day we could get Jeff to get a tattoo off a bet or a lost game. Never on my lower back. 25% of us have back tattoos right now. Look, They're ta-
4: removable.
5: Tattoos on the back are a uh, uh, samurai shame. mm Yeah, I can't go to
0: bathhouses, I know that for sure.
4: Um, So, you know, we're going to play with the foreman a little bit. We have some uh, people called in and left us some very nice messages. We'll be playing those from those people. Yeah, Uh, thank
0: you for doing that. Um, And today's episode is sponsored by (laughs) Iron Brew, original and best, (laughs) by way of Adam Addy-Lewis. He gave
3: a hundred sponsorships away. Yeah, he gave us Um, a giant
4: bottle of this um, when we were in uh, Vegas, um, and we weren't sure how we were going to get it home because they were... It was not fitting in any of it's, our it's bags. It's more than three ounces, for and my, sure. My bag was slightly overweight, so we had to finagle it back, yeah, but it so made it. it. Did some jumping jacks, lost the weight. We got the Iron Brew in the bag, and we're uh, we're trying it out now, and it's a very interesting flavor. Yeah,
0: Jeff loves it because um, <laughs> it is the essence of Iron Brew that's brewed in Scotland since 1901. Secret yeah. 32 flavors. I
4: think this one was brewed in 1901. It tastes <laughs> a, little, a little funny. I don't know if that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a flavor you're not used to, Matt. Yeah. Orange cream soda hasn't made its way to America yet, but I feel like any
0: data... (laughs) No, that's what
6: it is. It's like if cream soda incepted orange drink in its dreams.
0: Matt, tell me this. This is what it says. A spirit that's as bold as its taste, you can't describe it because there's nothing like it. Is is that true? I just did describe it. Okay. But... Don't (laughs) tell me my business, bottle. It has a general idea. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Well, uh, sponsored by Iron Brew, let's go to the rules guy and get uh, the rules for today's game.
3: The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated, and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions at the end of the game someone will be named the cream of the crop the cream of the crop
4: nobody does it better a special reading for a 100th episode you know
5: i'm I'm having trouble kind of remembering the rules can Mm -hmm. we run it back one more
6: time with the rules guy the rules of the game are simple
4: no okay all
6: right let's just jump into the game in that case all right guys so we're ready to go yeah all right let's jump right on in with uh question one it is a complete coincidence that what automaker located far from Israel, shares its name with the name of the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar.
5: I really don't know.
4: Yeah. This is why I hate playing by myself, because now my ignorance really shows.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I heard this on a Morgan Freeman documentary this week on Netflix, and I'm like, that is good question fodder. That's interesting.
4: I haven't watched that one yet.
6: And I went in the research and made sure, yep, no connection whatsoever. It's a complete
0: homophobic coincidence.
4: I've been watching you for the third time.
0: Back in Israel, there was a car company. You're getting there. Its name was Peugeot. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. I got Peugeot. Peugeot's
3: a really fun one. I like that.
4: I'll I'll go. uh, I'm going to go say Nissan. Yeah. I said it's a coincidence because this would be the most not Hebrew name, but uh, Fiat.
6: And I said, uh, I thought Zion. Zion. Oh, there you go. Uh, congratulations, Chef. You are on the board with Nissan, the oh. seventh month of the Hebrew calendar. Wow. Yeah, apparently the auto brand uh, <laughs> name is a combination like a portmanteau of uh, the holding company that eventually became Nissan. Okay. So it was kind of their name on the uh, Tokyo Stock Exchange.
3: Um, I, if I'm not mistaken,
6: uh,
3: Ni and San are two and three, right? Yeah, Ichi, yeah. Ni, San, So So yeah. um, Nissan mm. used to be Datsun was the one of the primary companies that owned it. And uh, most That's of the Michael
5: Jordan owned it. Yeah,
3: I know, right? Uh, I think the 23 comes from their, like, racing car history. Mm. Um, Mm, Okay. So there's something in there with that. I don't know if it's that first or whatever,
6: but, yeah, there's something there with that. Yeah, I've heard the the 2-3 connection with Nissan. Did Jim Carrey figure
0: out the 23 connection? (laughs) (laughs)
6: Uh. All right, so moving on to question two, guys. Though she was born with the last name Tomalin, what famous actress continues to use her first married name professionally? which she acquired during her marriage from 1967 to 1979 to the man who played Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride.
3: Oh, man. I'm never going to get this, so I'm locked oh. in with a guess.
5: Mm-hmm. No.
3: Her last
0: name no idea. isn't The Giant, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with uh, Lily Tomlin, which I know is incorrect. but
5: mm. No idea here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Jane Lynch.
3: I put Carrie Elwes. <laughs>
6: okay. We're all really good at this. Prince Humperdinck was portrayed by Chris Sarandon. Oh, ah. right, from Fright Night. And, and that is where Susan Sarandon got her uh, professional working right. name.
0: Yeah, Fright Night. Yeah, she has a, a string of um, uh, ping pong, or, really? or places you can go hang out and play ping pong. There's one in Chicago. It's called Spin. Susan Char- Sarandon owns that? Yeah, she owns all, like, they're all across the country. I
4: thought Spin was a gay club. <laughs>
0: there was there was a gay club called Spin, not anymore, though, in Boys, in Boys Town. But they, this is a ping pong. Do you think that club goers show up are disappointed (laughs) well no then they play ping pong and they're happy
6: it's a win-win well win just the one win (laughs) just one win for susan sarandon question three guys what first name which sounds like it belongs better in another country's royal family did william and kate give to their third child born in 2018 and who currently sits fifth in line to ascend to the british throne behind grandpa Mm -hmm. dad brother and sister
4: i have no idea so i'm
0: guessing yep believe it or not i'm trying to remember let's say a, Wilhelm. <laughs> oh the prince prince Wilhelm. i only eat silverware that is porcelain um
5: <laughs> you eat the
0: silverware <laughs> 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 should we all just identify one different thing about what he just said to uh yeah. to harp no, on we're good um charlotte is is uh one of their kids i can't remember if that's the second born and that's the george, second one. george is the kid the first mm-hmm. one
5: yep I'm changing my guess. Okay.
4: Well, I said um, an answer that I've guessed wrong many times before. Napoleon.
0: Okay.
5: Uh, I'm saying Edward.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's Edward's an interesting one.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, the only one I remember was George,
0: so I said George. I said Henry. Okay.
6: Uh, George would be the third in line to yeah. the British throne. There were 16 kings of France with this name, though. Louis. 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 Mm. Mm. Named for a great uncle, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. Louis. I got the right country, the Earl of Monde, Anderson, or, or something like that. Yeah,
5: there's some French
0: in there if you go far enough back. Named yeah. after Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Louis the Sixteenth was the son, king, or whatever, right, right? When he had the sons on everything. Like I was s- really
6: hoping you finish that with of Louis the <laughs> Fifteenth. Prince
0: William was a
5: big uh, Louis C.K. fan. There uh, you go. Until recently, it, it was in the before until time. Recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he still
6: wanted to honor him by maybe a son <laughs> after. <laughs> Alright, guys, let's move on to question four. The hometown of fictional characters like Will and Grace's Grace Adler and Spider Man's Doctor Octopus, what city lies about fifteen miles southeast of its state's capital and derives its hard to spell name from a Mohawk word meaning beyond the pines? Uh.
5: Ah, the place beyond the pines. Place beyond the pines, where it take
0: place. <laughs> I think I know where it is. I'm gonna lock in.
5: Oh, would it's this like, be something that your brother would have trouble saying?
0: I think so. I, I, that's my my gut. But I, I now that he reread it, I'm thinking it could be something else. But I'm gonna go with it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have an answer. Uh, we 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 drove right past it on our way to Boston. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I, I did a movie here. Uh, <laughs> I did a movie in this in this town.
5: Actually, it wasn't even in this town. It was the entire city. I rebuilt it from the ground up inside a Is giant. Is this warehouse. helping you at all?
2: Come on, come on. No. Is it making no. no. it
5: worse. No, I would. <laughs> come on, you like my movies, right? Hold
3: on. There's a. No, there's a.
0: Uh, Have you seen Capote? <laughs> let me
5: just let me just tell you, working with Charlie on this film was uh, a great honor. <laughs>
3: No, there's a there's a joke answer I want to put in, but I can't remember the joke. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, time's up. That's the most Jeff thing I've so, ever. So uh, Neil and I are saying Schenectady. Schenectady, um, Schenectady you know, however said, you say it. Yeah. And oh I said, yeah.
4: That's um, not far from Albany. I said Worcester.
5: So,
3: and I couldn't think of anything in time. So. Anything in time. Yeah.
6: So Good the, idea there, but it is Schenectady,
5: New York. Nice. So the joke the joke here is that there's a movie called Schenectady, New York, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, his brother was having trouble uh, differentiating synecdoche New York, and Schenectady. Ugh. Oh, how that can, could definitely how mess that? with how your could, head. How, after how could a that while. happen?
6: Yeah. All right. Points. Nice. All right. <laughs> ah, you're, you're taking Lucy Goosey pretty seriously here. Yeah, yeah. Question five, guys: Zombieland, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, Jack and Jill, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and I Love You, Man, are all movies that feature what film trope or conceit? Played in these cases for comic value.
4: Okay. I, I think I know what you're getting at. I'm locked in. Oh. Yeah, I'm in too. Jeffrey. Are you locked in?
3: Yeah. I don't okay. Care. I'll lock in.
0: I believe it is a um, fictionalized version of of a celebrity or cameo playing themselves, but a, a comedic version of it.
4: Yes, I agree. And I said the same thing.
3: I said Chekhov's gone.
2: <laughs> three out of four ain't bad. Yeah.
6: yeah, those are five examples of films where uh, actors play somewhat fictionalized yeah. versions of themselves.
4: The Lou Ferrigno is the mm-hmm. I love you man, and I love oh, man, yeah. you Got
6: Bill I've Marine, Zombieland, uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Harold and Kumar, yeah. Al Pacino and Jack and Jill. I want to say no fewer than four notable names in *Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back* because you yeah. have Matt Damon, you have Ben Affleck, you also Campbell. have uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, I had him. Uh, James Vanderbeek and Jason Biggs.
0: Yeah, slap at the base
6: i really liked uh I've, I've been watching the
5: the british show, show extras and mm-hmm. every episode they have a different one of these which is oh, really Ricky funny
6: Drew. oh yeah. the, the one
0: with oh. ben stiller is funny right isn't he yeah he's like, like a, total yeah, jerk yeah, yeah super funny
6: yeah yeah we took uh being john malkovich right off that list for obvious <laughs> <laughs> reasons <laughs> another charlie kaufman synecdoche new york <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so we're moving on to question six gang just two years after he finished eighth grade What comedian went viral on YouTube, leading to a career that included stand-up specials like What, Words, 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 and Make Happy, before seemingly quitting comedy for more artistic pursuits?
5: I'm in.
0: I'm kind of between, I don't think it'd be Bo Burnham, because he still did stand-up up uh, up until he was quite older and Mm -hmm. then directed. But I'm thinking of, um, he had uh, had like a mop cut, haircut, dark hair. Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin, yeah. Because he did art, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe, I wonder if he quit comedy to These do that. These are jokes, Neil. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Demetri Martin. I also said Demetri
4: Martin.
3: I think you're going to kick yourself because it's Bo Burnham. Bo oh. Burnham.
0: Yep. The uh, writer and producer
6: of Eighth Grade, Bo Burnham. Oh. I uh, should have went with it. That's my word They're similar, though. I should have went they? and saw him play uh, live while I had the chance. Did you? Oh, you wish he would have? I wish, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eighth Grade was great. I think uh,
5: Make Happy is still on Netflix too. It's pretty uh, good. Last yeah.
6: I saw it, is, it still is, and just one of the best pieces of—I don't even want to call it stand-up comedy. No, it's, it's, a, it's weird. Well, yeah, uh, performance it's art, very much performance mm-hmm.
3: art. Wisecrack did a really interesting video on the, like the his three stand-up specials, the philosophy like, of, 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 of like it phases that, yeah. of postmodernism, and it's mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All
6: right, question seven, guys: Wide right, no goal. And the Music City Miracle are all phrases that haunt sports fans of what beleaguered city that hasn't seen a championship in any of the four major sports leagues since 1965.
5: The old Scott Norwood. I'm locked. Uh, Okay. I'm locked. All right. I said uh, St. Louis. Okay. Okay.
6: I said Nashville.
4: I said uh, Minneapolis.
6: Buffalo. It absolutely is Buffalo.
4: Hmm. Music City Miracle was Tennessee
0: against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's oh, that's right because Tennessee won. Yeah, I always yeah. think of Tennessee when they lost the Super Bowl with like they're like a yard away. Year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Buffalo never wins. Yeah, okay. and the
6: no goal was the Stanley Cup Finals against, uh, I believe, the Dallas Stars. Yeah. The Brett Hull triple overtime game six mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Wide, and wide right. Scott like you Norwood, said, yeah. Scott Norwood with wide right. Yeah. What's wide
4: right? If a field goal went wide right. Oh, that was that's one like, of, like one of their four 90. losses. <laughs>
6: I think it was 90. 90 or 91 that's why I guess was first the appearance appearance against what's, against the Giants. what's it like to, w- to lose
5: a really important game by one field goal? There I is an
4: amazing mm. documentary on Netflix called Losers. Mm. that's about people that came up really short in one of those kind of situations. And was, I, was, I,
5: that, was that released before or after the Bears? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's,
4: there's no uh, double doinks in this one, sadly.
5: Oh, poor guy gets a bad rap.
4: Well, he's fired now, so who cares? <laughs> Not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone.
6: All right, so these next three that we're going to have to finish the round are uh, submissions from fellow pub trivia hosting friends of mine around the country. Oh, oh thank nice. you. So I want to thank uh, for this first one, Third Degree Entertainment, located in the Spokane and Coeur area. Mm-hmm. Um, Work in both states. I didn't realize how close those cities were, we're to each other. We're going national, boys. Yep. Uh, and he asks On average, Pornhub viewers spend 15 minutes per viewing of videos in the amateur category. Ugh. What I want to know is what category sees the lowest average viewing time at just over three minutes for reasons <laughs> that I presume you can imagine?
5: Oh, my God. Is this the one that you were nervous about? <laughs> this is the heads up. We might go blue in this yeah, episode that's right. um, So categories God. of pornography that uh, have the shortest viewing I, time. I, I shortest average I view time at just over
6: three minutes per individual I
3: view. I imagine time. boat is up there. <laughs>
6: what? <laughs> <laughs> boat porn? Like oh look at that hole, food porn. How <laughs> do we get back to back hole references on these questions? Oh, food porn. I'm though.
4: I'm locked in. With yeah, I, me too. With the the Food is the Network answer. is irresponsible.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go
6: with vintage.
5: All right. Well, I would be remiss, and I think the boys would be disappointed in me if I didn't say Hence Japanese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I th- I thought maybe it's celebrity.
3: Uh, I said. F- oh my uh, god. <laughs> 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 Come on,
6: I man. You don't have to bleep that. No, 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 no we'll no. keep we'll the bleep. Th- we'll bleep else. it. We'll bleep it. Just bleep it. This, this is a family thing. show. Well, not for this question. Uh, gentlemen, it's redheads. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, as of uh, 2019 uh, website data, apparently. That's, there you go. Mm-hmm. Moving on as quickly as possible. <laughs> and we never talked about it again. Question nine comes to us from Footnote Trivia, located in the San Francisco metro area. And they ask, In 1864, President Lincoln approved the founding of Gallaudet University in Washington, D.C., one of the first bilingual colleges in the U.S. One of its two languages was English. What was the hmm. other? Locked in. Oh, damn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your memory serves you well, then.
4: I thought this was going to be about creating the Secret Service or whatever that was.
3: No, that, that's good. I think he did that in 1865.
4: He though. did it right be- He The papers were on his desk, yeah. basically, when he was killed you yeah, know essentially so. the day he was assassinated should have should have done that a little faster but it's the same i have three years of taxes to do so i understand <laughs> uh i'm just gonna lock in with um latin i'm gonna say uh based on or close to um canada maybe
6: it's french
4: mm-hmm.
6: i'm gonna sign my answer to you uh,
4: that's
6: a good call
3: because it's sign language
6: yeah it absolutely is american sign language so points on that one for uh, Jeff and Ken. We, uh, we had come up on French? an episode before. I oh, remember
3: okay. because um, I had never heard of Gallaudet. And the other thing was it was in Washington, D.C. And Matt and I were
5: seeing how many universities in Washington, D.C. we could name. We say and Georgetown. It was right? basically
3: like two. Yeah, <laughs> I
5: think we locked in Georgetown. <laughs> and I took uh, sign language in college. And I kind of hmm. remember that.
3: Oh, very
6: nice. All right. So let's finish out the first half with question 10. This one comes to us from James Key, located in the Louisville, Kentucky area. Louisville.
3: A lot of trivia players that way, it seems. Louisville. Yeah,
6: shout out to our Louisville fans. They tell us how to pronounce ah. it. Ah.
4: Or they don't because they're polite.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, enough. if we can't pronounce courage correctly, why, mm. why are we going to try with Louisville? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, James asks, in the song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, even though she had been drinking too much eggnog, what prompted Grandma to leave the house and suffer her horrible fate?
4: There's actually a full-length animated movie that's uh, really bad.
5: I'm going to say there arose such a clatter that mm. she sprang from her home to
0: see what was the matter. Mm. And then she got run over by reindeer.
4: Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: I'm trying to think of the lyrics, but I can't. I'm just going to say someone stole her car.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that would be a reason to leave. I'm going to say that there was a sale on hard candies at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I can almost hear it. Werther's.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's more for grandpa. was
3: drinking too much eggnog.
0: ASMR.
3: Uh, i mis- I assume it was after eight o'clock.
6: She had to go to bed. So. Okay, so you guys are all locked in. Yeah. According to the lyrics of "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer," she forgot her medication. That's uh, right. Well, she went to the grocery store. I guess it wasn't for candy.
3: It's funny how, like, immediately you can hear it as soon as you hear
4: the answer, mm. like in cadence. Well, mm. I have twenty points.
0: Uh, I have twenty points. Ooh, big forty over here. Ooh, big forty.
4: Wow. I'll get thirty. All right. So the real winners are the audience right now. Yeah, They're probably doing much better than us. Tell us how much better you're doing than us.
6: We appreciate it. Or don't, I'll get said. <laughs> yeah. Well, then definitely do. <laughs> hey, any chance to um, actually, Jeff, is mm. a good chance to take. Oh, Absolutely. There's so many. Let's swing round. Yeah, let's jump right into the swing round, which uh, tonight is c- titled Trivia Three Ways. Uh, a little bit of a play on words since uh, the word trivia basically is derived from the Latin for three and way Mm okay so these are going to kind of work like try bonds I'm going to give you uh, three very brief descriptions uh, that all apply to the same word all you have to do is come up with the correct word okay so number one a school in Pennsylvania a part of the head and a culturally important building number two a superhero a software platform a juggling trick number three a card a weapon, an organization. Number four, a religious ceremony, a physical property, a state abbreviation. Number five, an 80s film character, a mammal, a sin. Number six, a birthstone, a first name, a programming language. Number seven, a video game protagonist, a website feature, a movie caveman. Number eight. <laughs> oh, I got one. A poet, a scoring sports play, a sitcom character. Number nine. A fashion accessory, a singing technique, a drink. And number ten. A dog, an athlete. A former senator. So we'll give those to you one more time. Number one, a school in Pennsylvania, a part of the head, a culturally important building. Number two, a superhero, a software platform, a juggling trick. Number three, a card, a weapon, an organization. Number four, a religious ceremony, a physical property a state abbreviation. Number five, an 80s film character, a mammal, a sin. Number six, a birthstone, a first name, a programming language. Number seven, a video game protagonist, a website feature, a movie caveman. Number eight, a poet, A scoring sports play, a sitcom character. Number nine, a fashion accessory, a singing technique, a drink. And number 10, a dog, an athlete, a former senator.
0: Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money.
3: All right, so we're going to have uh, 30 seconds here to discuss, so I only have a brief amount of time to cover our Patreon plug for this episode. That's the
5: magic of podcasts, 30 seconds <laughs> to think this over. So uh,
3: if you are considering supporting the show, and we'd be ever grateful if you would do so, you can do that at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, where in addition to helping us out a little bit, you can actually get a little bit for yourself, too. We've got some great perks and benefits over there, including bonus episodes and some uh, swag for patrons and uh we like to also put um some things out there just for patrons only
4: like our our wagers after we uh fulfill the bets yeah. so and we're recording a game after this that's going to drop at some point so be on the lookout for that
3: we did an ama recently that's uh, exclusively only on patreon so yeah, which is ridiculous it and is real that. real good so um yeah if you're if you'd like to support us you can do so there and uh we would be forever grateful so uh,
6: now that we're all locked in, back yeah, to Looks the like game. you guys are good to go. So let's go over these uh, one at a time and see how you did. Mm-hmm. Number one, a school in Pennsylvania, a part of the head, a culturally important building. I went with Temple. Also went with Temple.
4: I went with Temple.
6: I
3: uh,
0: did not answer.
6: I should have gone with Temple. That is indeed <laughs> the answer we were looking for. Number two, a superhero, a software platform, a juggling trick. So uh,
5: after a little bit of in-studio cheating with... Uh, <laughs> I think you mispronounced here. "chatting," but
6: okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, uh, we came up with, uh, or I came up with Shazam. Yes, after I told
4: Ken the answer was Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me the I answer. gave me Lots you of because I think I got there on my own, but I thought it was Shazam. I went with Shazam. Flash. What? Oh! Flash the
6: superhero. Flash the software platform and a particular technique in juggling. Mm.
5: You're gonna, you're gonna sit here and tell me that Shazam isn't <laughs> a superhero, <laughs> a software. <laughs> And a juggling uh, technique.
6: I'm going to tell you that Shazam, to my knowledge, is not a juggling trick. I'm going to look that up because yeah. I can almost guarantee
5: you. I can't wait to invent the juggling technique,
6: Shazam. Shazam. So we retroactively, retroactively
5: correct yeah. is All right. the best Fine. kind of Be look for that. Very well, Flash. All right.
6: Let's see what you guys came up with. Number three, a card, a weapon, an organization. Mm. Uh, I was
5: lost on this one, wow. so I just put uh, Blackjack. Uh, Boy Scouts of America. Oh, I, I got distracted and forgot to write anything.
3: The most dangerous weapon. I
0: just put a uh, cross.
6: I think you guys uh, were looking a little too more, a little too specifically on this one. Club. Mm. Oh, I said,
4: sp- never mind. <laughs> I went diamond, heart, spade. Well, it's not a card. <laughs> 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 uh,
6: all all right, right, number four, a religious ceremony, a physical property, a state abbreviation. No idea.
3: Oh. I believe this is mass. Mm.
6: Uh yeah I put uh I put Ra R A <laughs> and it's one of the older abbreviations before the postal uh, system brought it down to two letters but that would be mass that was no, the one that, that, that could throw sense.
3: me off Gosh. until
4: I thought physical
6: properties I can do this I couldn't mm-hmm. get out of the uh, the two letters yeah, me too yeah. yeah yeah that's fair for sure number five an eighties film character a mammal a sin said sloth I know it's a m- mammal and a sin I couldn't think of the
4: 80s film character but i said sloth
6: yeah on that basis i went sloth sloth well sloth does love chunk in the oh, Goonies. yeah. nice yeah, job yeah. guys number six and i will concede that there's probably at least two correct answers that i have to take for this uh, a birthstone a first name a programming language
5: so the sapphire based on your question based on my answer by <laughs> sapphire
4: <laughs> yes
5: i just went with sapphire
6: uh i guessed
0: pearl yeah i went with amber
6: and the answer I have for this is Ruby, but I cannot say that Perl is wrong. Mm. So I would give uh, points for sure. For it's Pearl. okay. I'll, I'll, say, my, I'll say Pearl is wrong. To my knowledge, Pearl Sapphire and Amber are not the names of programming languages. Uh, Perl is, however, it is a homophone. I believe it's pre- uh, spelled P-E-R-L. But yeah, I'll give it to you. I, I cannot take, wait to the the invent the
4: computer programming language of Sapphire
6: after <laughs> this as well. We have a lot of A lot of them are named for gemstones, so yeah. I, I kind of open myself a little bit on that one. Uh, Number seven, a video game protagonist, a website feature, a movie caveman.
4: Uh, Link. Yeah, or when he's had a few cups of coffee, he's a hyperlink,
2: but we said (laughs) Link.
3: (laughs) Nice. I said Link. I said Link.
6: And that's a clean sleep all around. Uh, Link the uh, caveman from Encino Man.
3: (laughs) Oh, perfect.
6: Brandon Frazier. Or the name that they they called him. It was a shortened form of whatever Wikipedia said Mm the actual character name was. Uh, Number eight, a poet, a scoring sports play. A sitcom character.
5: No idea on this one. Uh, Frost.
4: Yeah, I know this, so a sp- scoring sport play would be an ace, which would be, there's, I think there's an ace somewhere else, so I just said ace. I said Byron. Um, I said
6: Frost. Uh, you got to go way back in literary history to get to this poet. Chaucer? Homer. Slam dunk. Um, oh, Homer. Oh, man.
4: Yeah, a lot write? of these, oh. once you see
6: them, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then... Don't! <laughs> What's oh, oh my god, <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, never mind. Redacted. <laughs> Did
3: you just not recognize a Simpsons reference? Yeah,
0: wow, Matt is. It's I think late. this is, I think it's time for you to hang up your boots. And yeah, the tribe has spoken. Is that All how right. that works? They
6: have
4: boots now, the crop has spoken. Uh,
6: there we go. Number nine a fashion accessory, a singing technique, a drink,
4: a uh, brooch. I had nothing here
0: and said yodel, I said tube and throat. <laughs> okay. uh, I didn't. I didn't have anything.
6: Yeah, a couple of these definitions were a little squirrely, but uh, the answer here is belt. Uh, it's a drink. Yep. It's like a, to yeah. take a belt, belt. of uh, uh, a flask, for instance, or to belt out a song. And okay. then uh, number ten: a dog, an athlete, a former senator.
5: I just said beagle. <laughs> I said Scooby.
6: Well, this I don't know if it works for the senator, but it seems to work for
3: both the athlete and the dog. So I said bolt.
6: Mm, I said Mutt. Uh, serving in the Senate until 2017, representing the state of California, Barbara Boxer. Mm. Oh, oh, that's right.
0: Boxer, yeah.
6: Well, that was a thing that happened, guys. How did we do?
0: <laughs> so I'm up to 35. I am tied with Matt at 35. Oh, bringing up the rear. 55 here.
3: And I tie the lead at 55.
6: Ooh. Oh, it's a tale of two cities going right now. Mm. All right, let's start uh, the second half of question one. If a WWE wrestler suffered from taphophobia... Mm. What specific match stipulation would he be most concerned about competing in? I'll give you the fear again. It's taphophobia. T A P H O phobia.
0: Okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm.
2: And so a sneak thinking in a wrestling of, question for you guys. Yeah,
0: could be a, a, a cell match. They don't like being mm. in closed cell. I'm gonna say um, in, a, in a, ca- a cage match. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say a
5: ladder match. Uh, maybe
4: I thought maybe it was yeah. the
0: fear of fire, and I said
4: an inferno match. Mm. I also said fear of fire.
6: Taphophobia, gentlemen, is the fear of being buried alive. Oh. Um,
5: uh, no undertaker.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Definitely stay away from undertaker. Yep. He will he'll put you and in. And I'm your I'm grip. really
6: glad nobody said casket match cuz I don't know how I would have ruled that. Mm,
0: yeah. Well, now we're going to play the Undertaker's entrance and we'll see you guys in 25 minutes.
6: <laughs> Here come the Druids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to question 2. Gustav Vigeland designed them. There are currently 133 of them, and each one shows three naked men hugging. What is this? What are they,
4: Jason? Okay, I have an answer.
6: Which is one of the two best kinds of answers.
5: (laughs) I'm gonna say um, they're Easter eggs Mm -hmm. with naked men on
4: them. It's funny you say that because I said Faberge eggs. I'm gonna go
6: with uh, boats. Boats, 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 boats.
3: That's a good one. I, uh, I said uh, beer containers.
6: It probably would have helped if I told you that on the other side of them, they featured uh, Alfred Nobel. Oh. They are the 133 Nobel Peace Prizes. Oh.
0: What about the Fields Medal? <laughs> what about the Fields
6: Medal? <laughs> What's on it? Fields Medal. about the three
0: medal. naked men hugging.
6: Do you know that? Have you seen it? There's a picture of a field on the it? Fields Medal. You can medal. have my
0: Fields Medal. Fields of Dreams right? The Fields Medal of Dreams. The Sally Fields Medal. <laughs> of the dreams. Mrs. Fields of Medal. Dreams. The Sally Fields Medal of Dreams, yeah.
4: <laughs> you
3: like me. You really like me.
0: <laughs> you guys ready for question three? Yep.
6: Pour honestly, me yes, some please. more iron brew, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take another belt of that. Uh, number three, video games that feature common elements like side-scrolling, platforming, and large, non-linear, interconnected maps where full access is restricted until players acquire certain items or abilities, are often grouped together into a genre named for a portmanteau of what two franchises, ah. often considered the origins of the genre? I know this one. My time to shine. This one, I think, is hard.
4: Yeah. I think if you, don't, just know it, if you don't know it, you don't know it. It's one of yeah. those kind of tough ones. I think yeah. I have half
3: of it, but I feel like I can't get the other half. Of I don't it. know
6: how reverse-engineerable this one's going to be. Yeah. yeah. it's not. I feel like you've got a shot on it, though how's that iron brew you know it's
0: it's scottish we're all like i don't know if i like it but everyone's poor. i know <laughs> it's, it's, we can't stop actually i mean we're we're almost actually more than halfway done with it it's so. actually the
4: only thing keeping
5: me up right now maybe yeah. one mm. of it the tastes like 32 and threats. ingredients is cocaine <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen to that that sounds good actually i kind of want some more where's my where's my right. mug where's
3: my flask? <laughs> can Fill you have me some up. of that mug Fill my flask. Yeah. Eddie, all, you
0: are
6: a saint. Yourself, For all the uncertainty we had at the beginning of this episode, we are all dialing in now. I'm okay. going to say uh, Zelda and Final Fantasy.
4: Mm. You guys go.
3: I'm pretty sure Castlevania is involved somehow. Um, mm-hmm. So I said uh, castin-
6: Castle Delving. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I said Donkey Kong.
4: <laughs> so the two games are uh, Metroid and Castlevania, and it's Metroidvania.
6: Yep, and points to Matt on that yeah, one. Wow. They are known... Uh, it's a term that's come out over the last couple of years as Metroidvanias. You think you're better than me, Matt, in that category? I think modern yeah. examples include like the indie game Celeste. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
4: the, I think technically, um, like the Prince of Persia games are kind of in that area. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All
6: right. So, question four, guys: What iconic film character's
0: name? <laughs> what happened there, Neil? <laughs> One take, Neil. <laughs> 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 Went down the wrong pipe. That iron brew does not go down smooth, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> when it's but it's down your lungs. It's
5: when you inhale it, it does not go down <laughs> smooth. They take our lives. <laughs> he has an iron lung brew. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> been a weird episode. It's
3: gonna be good. Yeah, we might as well Jason. keep it going, right? We'll question,
6: it. question four guys. What iconic film character's name came about because the sound designer for a 70s film soundtrack asked its director for a particular reel of film along with a particular dialogue track. The director liked the way he asked for it so much, he included it in his next major project.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, it doesn't sound like anything I'm familiar with, Adam Lipton.
0: I have an answer, yeah. I've heard this too. I'm guessing it's from, maybe from the sound designer of Star Wars maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ewok.
5: I'm going to say Luke Skywalker because I know his original name was Starkiller. Oh,
0: I just
3: said Shaft. (laughs) Oh, I I couldn't even think of a 70s film character.
4: Okay. Jaws. Jaws. There There you you go. I
6: like it. Uh, Two of you kind of danced around it. The uh, film soundtrack in question was the soundtrack for American Graffiti, Mm -hmm. which, of course, was uh, directed by George Lucas. Lucas, And the sound designer asked him specifically if he could get access to R2... D2, mm. R for uh, real, D for dialogue. That makes sense. And that's where the droid name came from, R2-D2. Cool.
4: C3PO's over there?
0: <laughs> I cannot stop drinking this iron brew. I don't even drink soda, and I'm like, I'm, it, it's great. Triviality, the soda cast, coming soon.
6: Number five, what venerable program is both the first and the only regularly scheduled TV program in the U.S. that has never used theme music? I bet you could tell what show it was by sound, nonetheless. Yeah, I'm locked
3: in. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% sure. And if I'm wrong, then I was
4: not.
6: <laughs> okay. I reserve the right to change those odds in post.
0: Uh, 60
4: minutes. Oh. Yeah, I said Geo Party.
3: <laughs> I also said sixty Minutes.
0: I mean, 60 minutes. Well, 60 minutes makes a lot of sense. I said Law and Order, but now I remember it does have a theme song. So, yeah, that's 10 points for Ken
6: and Jeff on that 60 minutes. Uh, Since its inception and I think the 60s has never used the theme song and just has that iconic stopwatch sound Mm
5: -hmm. And I think it's been about 60 minutes since I got my last point.
6: So it's (laughs) gonna be back on the board So you're saying there's a chance Question six. I know people hate algebra because letters and numbers are supposed to be different but If you spelled out the name of every whole number ad infinitum What two letters would you never ever write?
5: Damn Okay You asked this before No Somebody uh, we asked it before I
6: blew it I don't believe it was me, no
5: We blew it
4: Which is I'm not too embarrassed J and uh Is there a Q? Where
5: am I missing it? I don't know Q I said uh, K and Z Because I think somebody Talked me out of Putting zillion last time Because mm. it's not a real number uh. Or something like that
0: I said K and Q JK JK it
6: is. Mm. Mm. J and K I, never appear in the spelled out names of any whole what You know, what it, you? You
5: know what it was? I was probably, I probably th- was saying that Zillion was a number and then somebody talked me out of it last time but and then a he's number. like, oh, it is a number. That is exactly how that you happened. You did ask this question because...
0: So it's Jeff's fault. <laughs> I remember because J and K... <laughs> I didn't K, talk you out of it. I said, oh, it's like Men in Black. That's uh-huh. how you remember it.
3: Yeah, I really and don't know think that was me though. It huh? was not. I could tell
4: you who it was in a second here, but it was not. One of our great hosts. Who was Thanks to one of our
2: hosts
6: <laughs> Over the last hundred episodes Please
3: write in And remind us who you were
6: <laughs> But yeah Just to follow up Z appears exactly once In the number zero mm-hmm. uh, You had, Somebody had said Q mm-hmm. uh, Q in quadrillion Quint- And quintillion, quintillion yeah. And what was the other uh, Quadzillion Red herring letter we had I think that was it Those actually the Just the Q too. and the Z yeah. All made up numbers J and K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Yeah I had zero All numbers one. are made up True Wait no that's all words mm-hmm. Question seven An actor a musician, a revolutionary. These are the only three famous figures mentioned by name in the Don McLean song, American Pie. Who are these three people?
5: It's one of these questions.
6: Uh, Joe DiMaggio, all three. Mm. (laughs) I will let you know that in two of the cases, they are mentioned by last name only. Oh, I don't know these. Yeah, I can't.
4: uh... All right, I am locked in. Yeah, I don't know. I I said uh, James Dean, Elvis Presley, and Jake Rivera. Was that
2: interesting?
0: I Uh, said uh, James Dean, Bob Dylan, and Paul Revere.
6: Not bad.
3: I said Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, television.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Joe DiMaggio.
6: (laughs) Three times? (laughs) Three times. Well, uh, James Dean was indeed correct. Uh, The lyric, if I remember right, is um, the jester sang for the king and queen in a from a book she borrowed from James Dean. Uh, the other two that uh, nobody got were um, something about the quartet practicing in the park uh, while Lennon mm. read a book on Marx. Mm. Wow. John Lennon, Karl Marx. Yeah, it's funny is I just guessed an actor randomly
4: out of all the actors in the world, and I got that right. Nice. And I've never heard the song before.
6: And, so. you know, as a karaoke host, I've heard the song just far more than I've ever needed to, and I never realized that it was Lennon as in John Lennon yeah. and not it's, it's Lennon not, as in Vladimir Lenin. Right. Uh, but yeah, that makes the uh, quartet practicing in the park reference a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I think they were referring sensible. to the Ebbets
0: Field Beatles concert mm-hmm. in the sixties. One of these days, I'm gonna bust out a John Lennon impression. I'm sure.
6: <laughs> oh, imagine that. All right, question eight: What pro football Hall of Famer, single season record holder, and current media personality is one of today's best known people with what is known in medical circles as diastema? Mm -hmm. either diastema or diastema
5: is that when you lose all the hair on the top of your head but you still have it on the sides (laughs) of your head (laughs) Are we not talking about Terry Bradshaw.
6: <laughs> I thought you were going the Urlacher yeah, route with that.
5: Yeah,
4: no, he got that all fixed.
6: Yeah, it's when you lose all your hair and then you show up on billboards with a rug. Yeah, if, you,
4: if you've driven anywhere in Chicago, you know that Brian Urlacher has his
0: hair. There <laughs> everywhere, uh, and, and, and of no it. offense and to Ryan the legend, out.
6: but it just looks wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, they're all puns too. It's like Hair Locker, and like mm-hmm. yeah. then Ryan Sandberg so, has his own. Uh, Brian Urlacher
5: sued another hair uh, company for using his image in their ads. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Not Restore oh yeah so don't do that you've been folks. doing your research can they were like they were like oh this is the same procedure but it wasn't the same company uh, okay this guy from uh kelly He's and out with uh, kelly rippa kelly
0: rippa red far Stra- falls down his
5: feet mm-hmm. straight David. oh yeah. it's
0: probably it's probably what i have okay <laughs> michael strahan michael strahan Michael Strahan?
5: That's what I had. I wrote Strahan. It's
4: a (laughs)
6: Strahan. Just a loose piece of pork running
0: around. Uh, Yeah, diastema
6: is the medical term for uh, effectively gap-toothedness, a large prominent gap in your teeth. So Michael Strahan, one of the uh, most famous people in the world today that uh, has that particular condition.
0: Jason subtly reminding me that I have one, and now I will go into the corner quietly. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my own friend. (laughs) (laughs)
6: All right, question nine, guys. Orca, Flying Wasp, Jenny, Victorious, and Belafonte are all names found in movies, but this is not a list of character names. What are they all examples of cinematic names for?
5: Neil? Boats. 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 <laughs> Orca, Jaws, Boats. Yep.
2: Where did you get that silver here? You get a jaws of a
0: shark. <laughs> <And they're> banging <laughs> in the U.S. Indianapolis. Quit,
5: please, please stop. And grab me another
0: oh, iron. Please stop. Grab Quint. me an
5: iron brew. And
0: the iron brew <laughs> is in the
2: bars of yours.
4: I don't know what's going on. <laughs> This was,
3: of course, after we had to cut Neil's rendition of Boats and Hoes. Mm.
4: I heard everyone say boats, and then it came to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Uh, My actual answer, I thought maybe Red Herring, so it's wrong.
3: I was originally thinking planes, and then I thought about Orca, and I went boats.
6: Yep, those are five somewhat famous examples of boats or ships in films. Uh, You guys want to go through all five of them? Orca, of course, from Jaws. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jenny in Forrest Gump. Jenny. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Victorious, I think, was master and commander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, top of my head, I don't remember where Flying Wasp and Belafonte came for came from. Okay, um, I don't know if you guys it's do. Step
5: Brothers, how dare you! It's
6: Maybe Not have take that 10 seconds to Look it up. No, but nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, nope, we just power through. Power yeah. through. All right, post it in a comment on the uh, listener thread for this, or don't,
3: or uh, it'll be in uh, in our group. The crop. The crop.
6: So where you can so join. join us there. Exactly. And to put one more shot in the temple on this game, uh, question 10.
4: Oh, school in uh, Philadelphia. <laughs>
6: <laughs> question 10. When measuring large quantities of beer, two barrels equals a hogshead. But what word, often used slangily to describe any large amount, is an actual unit of measure equal to two hogsheads <laughs> or 126 gallons in the U.S.?
3: i got to guess. Buttload.
0: I also said buttload.
6: I was
3: tempted to go assload, but I went butt. Uh
0: Oh, I said Portsmouth. I don't know what that means.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, three of you just got a buttload of points Uh, because it is indeed buttload, or more specifically, just the term butt. butt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Although they seem to be pretty interchangeable, from what I found over the weekend.
5: All right. Well, I bring my A game for you guys. Come on now. My points are up to ninety-five. I have sixty-five.
0: I have 55. I'm playing very poorly, guys. I'm sorry.
5: I had a little bit more math to do. I have
6: 105. Oh, oh smart wow. ass!
0: You had to add 10 extra points. <laughs> it took
6: a while. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is what you guys are bringing to the table for the final questions of the game. Mm-hmm.
0: A pittance. That's what I'm bringing. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep keep pouring the iron brew. I That's assume all this I is going to be like
3: my Vegas performance, and the points are all going to go away. <laughs>
6: Well, for this very special 100th episode, there were five categories that I felt we needed to include, mm-hmm. and they are a lack of mm-hmm. seriousness, oh, no. meats a little bit, and the fifth category, sports of knowledge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote sports after you. Said-
4: <laughs> now is is meat spelled with an a? It's <laughs>
6: about pork. Meats is indeed spelled with an A. OK And more specifically of knowledge is OF knowledge.
5: Okay. All right, looks like all the wagers are in, so let's get those questions.
6: All right, so uh, final question number one. The category was a lack. A dauntless prince laments: Alas, alas is what I lack. I lack alas, Alas, a lack in the opening number of what Broadway musical based on a fairy tale?
3: Man. That was me grumbling. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. For context.
6: All right, number two, category of seriousness. Elliot was certainly a seriousness in his crime-fighting efforts in the 20th century. In 2014, senators from Illinois proposed renaming the headquarters of what federal organization after the untouchable number three category meats and in this case it is m-e-a-t-s known in france as a contrafilet, the same cut of beef is known in the u.s by many names among which are names that refer to what two cities all right number four category is a little bit Useful because it contains the same amount of information as a digit would in hexadecimal notation. What descriptive name has been given to a group of four bits, or half a byte? All right, and number five, of knowledge, or in this case, OF knowledge. OF is the baseball abbreviation for outfielders, of which two are named in the classic Abbott and Costello routine, Who's on First? What question and answer are the names of the left and center fielder in that skit?
2: Kat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities.
1: The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media.
5: All right, while well, we mull over these uh, questions, I think we have some uh, special messages from listeners who wanted to call in and uh share some thoughts with us so let's uh let's hear some of those right now
4: hey triviality this is ryan clefcorn myers of course
0: uh i just wanted to of course thank you so much for all the hard work you guys do i don't think many of you listeners realize just how much effort you put into
4: it and uh my journey with you guys has been very weird when I first started listening it took me about 20 episodes to be able to differentiate everyone's voices and then I had this crazy idea I brought it to Neil and you guys made Bloodsport a thing and so I'll always forever be thankful for that Uh, thank you so much for doing that and the upcoming season 2 and I will see you guys around thank you again so much for all you do bye guys
1: Hi, it's Carmella from Trivial Warfare. I just wanted to say um, how proud of you guys I am for um, for reaching 100 episodes. That's a huge accomplishment. Uh, it's, even as you said in the recording, it's not something that a lot of podcasts do. So I'm really happy for you guys. I'm really proud of you guys. And uh, here's to 100 more. Bye.
0: Hello, this is Paul Paquette from Trivia Hall of Fame and the Ottawa Trivia League calling
6: to congratulate Triviality on an amazing milestone. I look forward to hearing another 100, 200, 500 episodes from you guys. Congratulations again from
0: all of us in Ottawa and com. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Paul McLaughlin from Brick, New Jersey here. I just wanted to say congratulations on hitting your 100th episode milestone. Uh, if uh, if you guys hadn't been handing out those business cards outside of Geek Bowl in Boston, I might still have no idea that trivia podcasts were even a thing. So I'm um, always going to be indebted to you for that. Uh, keep up the great work. Here's to many more milestones. Thanks for all the great content. Enjoy, guys.
1: Hello. This message is for Ken, Matt, Yale, and Jess. This is from Kendall Whitehead or Portillo. I don't know what we decided my last name is. Um, but anyway congratulations on 100 episodes you guys have brought me so much joy on my heavy LA commute um, traffic is really bad to and from court and the triviality has just been a breath of fresh air into my life I've, I've had so much fun with it and um, I hope you guys don't call it quits after the 100th episode so here's to 100 more thanks so much Hey, guys. Kiana Cutney here from Philly, wishing you all a very happy 100th episode. Uh, you guys are doing really great things in the trivia podcast genre. Uh, here's to 100 more episodes and 100 more and 100 more and 100 more because we're all super obsessed and we love you guys. Bye.
5: And thanks again to all those uh, listeners who uh, left us voicemails. It does mean a lot to us uh, hearing your responses. And uh, thank you so much for calling in. Mm -hmm. And without further ado, let's get our answers in for these questions.
2: Mm
6: -hmm. All right. So we'll start with question one. A lack. A dauntless prince laments, alas, alas is what I lack. I lack alas, alas alack. In the opening number of what Broadway musical based on a fairy tale?
5: Well, I just had to guess on this one. Uh, I wager 10 and I put Princess and the P. Mm. I wagered 10 and said Spider-Man the Musical.
3: Yeah, I was kicking myself because I couldn't remember this
5: one, um, but I guessed Princess and the P. I mean Once Upon a Mattress, not Princess and the P.
0: Oh, yeah. I
6: wager 10 and it is Once Upon a Mattress. Damn. It is the Carol Burnett uh, musical Once Upon a Mattress. Based on Princess and the P. Which was absolutely based on Princess and the P. I'm and giving the, myself points. <laughs> I and corrected. And the uh, first musical I appeared in in high school. Oh, really? Yeah,
3: oh, nice. Wow. I played in the pit orchestra for I, I think Paul Jeff mattress. gets points too.
6: He That's knew what he was talking, talking about. Yeah, yeah Matt gets
4: points. Oh, okay. Let me just put that No there. points for Matt. <laughs> points for everybody. Else. <laughs>
6: uh. All right, number two category was of seriousness. Uh Elliot was certainly a serious Ness in his crime fighting efforts in the twentieth century. In twenty fourteen, senators from Illinois proposed renaming the headquarters of what federal organization after the untouchable.
5: All right. I wager another ten here. Might um like a you know the whatever the drug enforcement administration mm. is, but I thought it was just the FBI that he was in. So, but FBI.
4: Okay. I wagered ten, and I said the
0: Federal Bureau of Investigation.
5: I wagered five on this one, and every other one, and I said
3: FBI.
0: I wagered ten, and I believe he was in the FBI. So that was my most logical choice. So I went
2: FBI.
6: Yeah, he very much was in the FBI. However, mm. in 2014, the uh, proposal, which ultimately got uh, voted down in committee was to rename the headquarters of the ATF, mm. the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives.
0: And tax evasion. <laughs> Makes sure. sense.
6: All right, number three category was meats. Known in France as a contra filet, the same cut of beef is known in the U.S. by many names, among which are names that refer to what two cities?
5: Um, another 10 here. I'm uh, New York strip steak For sure And uh, I don't know What that uh, Would be called Otherwise So I just put uh, Cincinnati mm-hmm. uh, I put I wagered 10 I had New York
4: strip And I don't think This is right Because I know This is more of Just like a style Of cooking it But I said hey, Pittsburgh Sounds familiar uh, Yeah so I wagered 5 again I went uh, My two favorite uh,
3: Cities in Pennsylvania I said Pittsburgh And Philly
0: mm. Yeah I wagered uh, 10 And I said uh, Philly And Potash <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you
6: were right when you said that uh, Pittsburgh is a style of cooking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Rays, basically, yeah.
0: or, or
3: blue.
6: Yeah, yep. <laughs> also known as blue steak. Uh, Ken was halfway there. It is uh, known as a New York strip steak, yeah. but uh, for reasons I don't know offhand, it is also known countrywide as a Kansas City strip steak. Mm, that makes Ooh. sense. And as far as I can tell, there is no semantic difference between the two.
4: Yeah, uh, we. So, like when I was at the steakhouse, we had a, a New York strip, and then we had a bone in KC. And they're technically, it's just a different style of, or different style of cutting them, but it's right. the same. Yeah, because
3: there's ones. Yeah.
6: yeah, so that makes sense. Also known by names like Delmonico Steak, uh, which I think is named for a hotel in New York. We also had a Delmonico, yeah.
4: which was the
0: most
6: expensive
0: steak. Oh, uh, I sang a lyric uh, in Hello, Dolly! as Cornelius. It was, uh, and we'll see a show at Delmonico. Great. There you go. And if I remember right, having.
6: Delmonico Steak uh, refers to... Uh, one of these steaks cooked and served in a specific type of sauce. In a nice Mm -hmm. Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the cuts are all the same. Mm -hmm. All right, number four, a little bit. Useful, because it contains the same amount of information as a digit would in hexadecimal notation, what descriptive name has been given to a group of four bits or half a Mm byte?
5: For 10, I said a quart.
4: Uh, I wagered 10, and most of those words were nonsense to me, so I said a -a mooninite.
3: I don't know. Uh, hexadecimal's got 16, I think. So I said 16. Okay.
0: Four bits equals a gilda. <laughs> Dutch money.
6: <laughs> I really thought one of you was going to get this one because uh, in non-computer context, if you take about half a bite of something, uh-huh. you nibble. just take a nibble. Um, mm. Four bytes is equivalent to a nibble in computer parlance. I don't care for that. <laughs> and finally, number five, OF knowledge. OF is the baseball abbreviation for outfielders of which two are named in the classic Abbott and Costello routine who's on first. Mm -hmm. What question and answer are the names of the left and center fielder in that skit?
5: I put for 10 points how and him.
6: Uh, I wagered
4: 10. I think left is left out. And I think maybe center was out there That's what I said
3: I, I uh, d- knew I wasn't going to get it Because I'm not familiar with this So I put a giant
0: line through the box mm. on my page uh, I wagered 15 And uh, the only question I can think of In the skit is when he goes Why? Because So I said why and because
6: And Neil with 15 points The left fielder uh, was named why uh-huh. The center fielder was named because That makes more sense. The right fielder is never explicitly named In the Abbott and Costello version right. Although later versions have given him Uh Names, which I think one of them is I don't care anymore, Matt.
4: Mm, That's fair.
6: I felt that about 10 minutes ago. Well, we've let all the air out of this uh, game's balloon. How did we finish up, guys?
4: Uh, So I lost 50 points, and I end up at a robust 15. Well done,
0: Matt. Uh, I ended up uh, with 50, so I don't feel too bad about myself. And
5: it looks like I dropped some uh, 30 points and uh, ended up with 65.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I was up, then I was down, 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 down But I only wagered five across the board So I went from 105 down to 90 Oh That means
4: you're today's cream of the crop Alright
2: And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned From the top to the bottom
4: And me with the lowest score um, This will be my last episode now Is how this works
0: Yep, uh, it's elimination style <laughs> Yeah The crop is spoken uh, Take your last sip of Iron Brew And uh, see yourself get out, the f- out of here <laughs> I thought we discussed that henna tramp stamp for the loser.
4: Mm, no, no thanks.
6: It's uh, only six weeks.
0: Well, thank you for today's sponsor, Iron Brew Addy. Thank you for... uh a sponsor. We started drinking it, and we're like, we don't know if we can get on this, but now the bottle's basically gone. I do think that we all just crashed about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. I mean, it, the, the taste is uh, palpable, and it's, it's uh, enjoyable. Palpable. <laughs> it's certainly flavorous. <laughs> the drink, you could
6: drink.
3: You could get paid to do a promotion with that kind of language. <laughs>
5: Iron Brew, <laughs> technically a <food> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate all of our listeners sticking with us through all these uh, sh- shenanigans, 100 episodes of shenanigans, some more than others. This one, probably most of all. But uh, here's to another 100, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. say 100 much. years or 100 episodes?
0: 100 years. 100 years year. more. 100 years. We're going to be the Rip Van Winkle of podcasting. I mean, 100. Did I say 100 years? You, you just said 100. Right. I believe. Um, <laughs> you did. No, to echo Ken, thank you very much for sticking with us. Uh, if you've been with us from the beginning, it means a lot. You know, we we've released an episode every week without fail, mm-hmm. and uh, we figured you know today we kick our legs up literally with Ken here, his legs around the table. Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit we've much. worked hard. And I think that's so, actually what caused my performance
4: sorry. to drop. <laughs> the it's nausea. Me sitting next to, yeah, uh, I did want to read uh, my favorite uh, review as okay. we're on episode 100. Uh, this is from Film Vault fan, and it says,
0: "Awesome."
5: Thank you. Huh. I agree.
4: Pointed, simple,
0: yeah, more of those, elegant. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, though, to all of you, especially um, those uh, who found the show, told mm-hmm. some other people, and even became a Patreon supporter. So you guys are the reason we continue yeah. to do this. And even Jason. And Jason, yeah, even. thank you, Jason, for putting this band together. You're the Lou Pearlman of our NSYNC, and at one point you will go to jail. Oh Town, excuse me. <laughs> no, that tracks absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, we appreciate it. You write the best questions and keep us uh, keep us honest. On that note, thank you all for listening to
5: episode 100 of Triviality.
6: They feel like the podcast rails are somewhere <laughs> east of us right now, and we've just gone clear off of them. You guys ready for question three? Yep. Pour me some place. more iron brew, please. <laughs>